So let's arrive in this room and press your palms together. Press them against the sternum. Inhale deeply. By the way, you know that if your guitar is strapped on, when you're upside down, the strap doesn't work. Because <laughs> the guitar is falling into the strap, not pulling. By the way, Keith, my wife and I this weekend went to uh, Totem, Cirque du Soleil. We walked right by that restaurant. We said, Keith's restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I strongly recommend, I don't know how much longer it's going to be here, but I strongly recommend you go see that because everything that these people are doing is just demonstrating life. Till the middle of March, thank you. Reverse the direction, stirring that bowl of the pelvis. I'm almost certain that these people that are in this, and many of these activities in totem are done as pairs, either two men or two women or a couple, a man and a woman, and you know that none of these people did well in school. <laughs> they have such excellence in what they do that logic that would have told them you can't do that did not exist in their system. And the only thing that does well in school is either massive determination to overcome the logic that you're not relating to. That's why you're such a great teacher because that's what you teach to. Kids flock to you because they go, oh, she gets me.
Reverse it again, opening up the pelvic bowl. By the way, synovial fluid responds to a heartbeat rhythm. So when you do things that are around the rhythm of one move per second, the synovial fluid, they found this medically, the synovial fluid is reproduced more abundantly. And synovial fluid surrounds all of your joints, all of the cartilage. And it actually has stem cells in it that rebuild cartilage. So it's phenomenal because cartilage does not have its own blood supply. But it's that mechanism that allows you to either be stiff or flexible. And what happens when we sleep is that we spend more than five hours in a still position. The synovial fluid begins to drain with gravity towards the center of the earth. So it all ends up on a on one side of our body. And then that's why the joint has those clicks in it. You know, ever have your joints click? Joints that click are where there's no synovial fluid and as the two pieces pass through that, they, they, get, they grip, they get friction, and then they snap, right? They don't snap break, but they snap when they click, when they, when they make movement. And you want to get that synovial fluid working. Inhale up. Exhale. We're going to approach this next one and you're going to bring your feet out in front of you. You're going to extend yourself out and let's say that, that this, was where, this was where I stopped. Let's say this was where my body decided that that was enough. Hmm? What I would do is I would go one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, and I would just bounce against where my body was stopping. And that's going to begin to give the body a sensation of building that synovial base. So you're just bouncing against your resistance. And on the downward stroke, you exhale, and on the upward stroke, you inhale. So you're doing about a one-second breath. And breathe in and out through your nose on this one. And you'll find that your progress is much better because what happens when you reach that spot and you just hang out there is you start to think. And you go, ah, ah, how long has this been? Ah, ah, when am I going to become more flexible? Ah, ah, you know? But when you're doing this rhythmic movement, thought doesn't enter. Heart, the heart doesn't think. The heart is a brain, it's the fourth brain. But it doesn't, Satnam, love you, appreciated your presence. The heart is just a rhythm maker. And what you find is you find that even your stiffness becomes more enjoyable because you're bouncing in it. It's like a trampoline. And when you fill a moment with joy, the moment becomes more flexible because joy is the emotional stillness. Deeper and deeper and deeper breathing.
Another 30 seconds. And inhale. Coming up, stretch up, elongate the spine, stretch it out, stretch it out, and exhale. Now, shake out your arms, roll your shoulders, roll your neck, roll your lower jaw, roll, shake out your legs. Now we talked about the angle and our eyes and eye muscles are constantly knowing the angle of our correctness, our angle of rightness. Do you ever notice that when you say something that really pushes somebody's button that they look at you kind of like, they're putting their eyes in the position of stabilizing that they are right and you just made a major error. Right? And you can see that in their eyes. You can see it in the angle of their eyes. And the angle of their eyes will create the gleam or the glare. The gleam in the eye is a particular angle. The glare in the eye is a particular angle. Because the eyes are so expressive. So here's the exercise. You sit still like I was told, right? Sit like a dog. Sit. Stay. You look up. Every up is an inhale. Every down is an exhale. So, without moving your chin, nose, or forehead, look up to the left as you inhale. Look down to the right as you exhale. Look up to the right, inhaling. Look down to the left, exhaling. It'll be very difficult not to move your face, but try not to. You want to really stretch out the eye muscles and you want to confuse their pattern so that you begin to have the ability to set a new pattern. Because how we view everything is how it appears to us. How we view it is how it will appear. When we were first doing this, you know, decades ago, people would say, this hurts. And Yogi Bhajan would say, that's because you're very committed to your view. Your view, you're not flexible in your view. So everything about this is meeting resistance. Deep, deep breathing. You want to really breathe in and the movements don't have to be fast.
exercising those optical muscles so that we confuse their habit patterns, so we can make more choices rather than simply operating on habit. We can make choices in each moment. How do we want to view the moment? bit longer. And now close your eyes. Take your hands and put the palms over your eyes. Open your eyes into the palms of your hand and without thinking thoughts of words, slowly move your palms away and just let the pattern of the lines of your palmistry enter into the vastness of your being. What that sequence did is that sequence disrupted your pattern that how you view and then the first thing that you viewed were the lines of your destiny. Now the lines of your destiny change as you change, as you improve or alter your destiny. But you need to know where you are and this is where you are. There's no word string that's going to describe it. It's not something that comes in words. It's just something that the system knows. When you can pass that through your brain, then you begin to interact with life from where you are. And when you're aware you are, you're at the starting line of where you want to be. When you actually are conscious of where you are. Come standing up. We're shifting the angle at which we experience our life, our world. So you interlace your fingers. The first finger is up. You put it. <laughs> you were correct. Um, you put it up like this, and you stand with your feet not very far apart. Some maybe three inches or so apart three to six inches apart. Now, this is not what you're doing. This is what you're doing. 
So you're trying to swizzle so that your legs tilt and your hips go way out and your arms tilt. You're swizzling that midsection. Get big on hips. Get big on hips. Okay, hold on. You're getting big on fingers. You know, this... No. This... Let's just, just see. Do this. Don't move your arms. Just do this. Now do this. Now do this. Now do this. Okay, now make those four dots join a circle around you. There is a difference between swizzle and swivel. Can you not make your arms go down? Don't make your arms go down because that tends to, that tends to release your hips from making their movement. Because what you want to do is you want to make this pelvis. The pelvis should be the thing that is moving the most. Right in the center of your being. The pelvis is moving the most. Because that's going to alter the hip joints and the spinal connection to, it's not a physical connection, an actual connection, but it's a slight connection at the coccyx. That connection between the spine and the pelvis and the hips and the pelvis, we want them all to be releasing. Breathing long and deep as you're doing this. We're mixing up, just like we did with the eyes, we're mixing up the hips and the pelvis and how it's going to ultimately hold the torso, shoulders, neck, and head, which is going to hold your eyes and ears, which is going to be the angles at which you hear and the angles at which you see and the angles at which you smell and the angles at which you taste and the interpretation of the angles at which you feel that tactile sense. So around and around and reverse direction. And you're going, that was a very long time. I hope this reversal of direction didn't come in the middle. And you're right, it didn't. It came at the very beginning. We've got a long ways to know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That was me sitting on the mat all day. Last 20 seconds. Big, 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 big movement. The middle section, the belly, the hips, the buttocks is what's really rotating. And inhale up, exhale, arms down, shake the right leg. Standing on the left, just shake the right leg. And what you're doing is you're succussing that hip joint. And now stand on the right and shake the left. And you're succussing, you're opening that hip joint. All that synovial fluid is splashing around. It's a little bit of an exaggeration, but... <laughs> gallons of it in every joint you know all right now come and this is what's known as invert, inverted tree pose you bring now your goal is to bring your leg up here and attach it into the hip joint but whatever you can do, if it's here, it's here, if it's here, it's here, wherever it is, and you bring it up there, and then you just bend over and you get a three-point stance, and you begin long and deep breathing, long and deep breathing. It doesn't matter where the leg is, 
Be good with where it is. We're not here to prove, we're here to improve. So matter, no matter where it is, it is. And if you can't get down and touch the floor with your hands, you can't get down and touch the floor with your hands. And that is where it is. And you feel good about that. You say, fantastic. Continue long, deep breathing. Come standing. Stand with both feet on the ground for a moment. Breathe deeply. Feel that imbalance rebalancing. And now come in the opposite side. Bend over and continue long and deeply breathing. Remember, you do what you can do. And you feel good about that. Deep breathing, deep breathing. Continue that breathing. Let your feet come to the ground as you slowly stand. Moving slow is important. Now bend over, take hold of your mat or the floor or your sheepskin and walk your hands forward into triangle pose, into downward dog. Deep breath. Deep breath, pushing the heels toward the floor the shoulders toward the feet. Deep breath. Now, step forward with the right foot. If you look up, you'll see me. The right foot, the knee on the outside of your elbow. Knee on the outside of your elbow. And you arch and you continue that deep breathing, pushing the pelvis toward the floor. Again, if you want to, you can put that one heartbeat movement into this and open up even further, that bouncing movement. Continue breathing, come back into triangle, step forward with the opposite leg, 
knee on the outside of your elbow, arch and breathe deeply through the nose. Opening up so that the angles that we experience, that information that is infinite, allow for the most of it to come in that we can possibly absorb in each moment. So that we can find, then when we focus, we can find those series of dots that connect to show a pathway toward our goal. The pathway toward our goal is always present. Because if the sense of the goal is present, it must have a pathway. Now come back into triangle pose, downward dog. Walk your hands toward your feet. Come rising slowly. And just stand and experience that sensation. Experience a more balanced, more equally distributed sensation in the hips, in the pelvis, in the spine, in the shoulders. And now come forward with the right leg into the lower body is in archer pose. The arms come out straight from the shoulders to the sides, palms facing up. Eyes will be closed in this position with the face directly forward. When you inhale, the eyes open, the head falls back, the palms come together above you. You exhale, pushing the diaphragm up, the eyes close, the head comes forward, the palms still facing up are directly to the side of the shoulders. Inhale up, exhaling down. Do it at your own pace. Remember, when the head falls back, the eyes open up. deep, really draw in the universe with each breath. Big, draw in the universe with each breath. Big, big way. Inhale up, exhale, stand. Come 
down onto your sitting on your heels. If sitting on your heels doesn't work for your knees or ankles, then sit in easy pose. Hands come together. This is Sat Kriya. Hands come together above you. Interlace your fingers. You did it earlier. First finger sticking up. Arms, to the best of your ability, are hugging your ears. On Sat, we contract the rectum, the sex organs, and the navel point. On Nam, we release it. Sat, Nam, Sat, Nam, Sat, Nam, Sat, Nam, Sat. The Nam just be a release, not a push. very gracefully come standing and paint this into your aura swooping up as you inhale swooping down just feel like you're still in that one second beat that one second beat sa nam sa nam sa Really deeply, deeply, deeply. Do three more and then 
hang down in the dangling position. Lie down on your back and completely relax. <coughs> relax your feet, your ankles your lower legs, your knees. Relax your thighs, your hips, the entire spine. the abdomen, the diaphragm, the two lungs and the heart. Relax the shoulders, arms, hands and fingers. Relax the throat, let it fall open all the way into the inner ear, the lower jaw. Relax the bones of your face and the bones of your entire head and crown. to breathe deeply. Absorb your breath completely. 
Roll your wrists and roll your ankles. Rub your palms and feet together vigorously. Inhale and stretch. Big stretch. Exhale. Do a cat stretch left and right. Bring your knees to your chest. Roll on your spine. Come sitting up. Place your left hand over your heart center. Put the right hand with the palm facing forward and the fingers stretched gently, stretched but stretched gently. First mantra Yogi Bhajan ever gave us is healthy am I, happy am I, holy am I, I am, I am. I want you to lose yourself in this mantra. You have no one to answer to but to your greatness, your complete fulfillment of your destiny.
Entering each moment in that state of equilibrium allows you to impress the moment with mastery rather than depress the moment with mystery. Bring your palms together. Inhale deeply. May the long time sun shine upon you, all love surround you, and the pure life within you guide your way on. May the long time sun shine upon you, all love surround you, and the pure life within you guide your way on. Bring your forehead to the floor. Let all the blood equalize. And gently coming up, cover your eyes, don't open them with your palms. Yogi Bhajan told us to always come out of meditation and sleep in this way. Open your eyes into the darkness therein and move your palms forward and just gaze at them. Hmm. Beautifully done on a Tuesday morning. Remember, that you will drive consciously because no one else is. <laughs> and a bit of a sacred shout out to our good friend, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who also has a dream. And like anyone who works in the dream time, dreams do come true. Satnam, love you.